Procrastination in my eyes is a chronic disease that everyone suffers from from time to time, or maybe even every day for some of us. It not only hurts productivity, but also increases stress and anxiety. I've definitely procrastinated a lot in my life, but over the years, I've been able to solve it and boost my productivity, scale my business, and overall reduce a lot of stress. So how does one go from being a chronic procrastinator to someone who gets things done way before the deadline? even when you have ADHD or attention deficit hyperactivity disorder like I do. In today's video, I'm gonna cover the strategies that have helped me from actionable productivity tips to overcoming deep-rooted issues with dopamine. Okay, so growing up, I had a lot of issues with procrastination. I never paid attention in school. I never had the motivation to revise or study. I left everything to the last minute, but somehow I still managed to do okay in my exams. And the same issues ran true when I first launched my business. And it wasn't until last year that I understood that I suffer from ADHD or attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, okay? Now I'm not somebody to label myself, but I was trying to figure out why my brain works in this way. So I took a test online and I was off the chart. I then wanted to take four more to validate that and I broke their scales as well. And so I then spent a lot of time looking into ADHD and ADD, trying to understand it and see how I could make sure that procrastination wasn't something that was going to get the better of me, how I could eliminate it to the best of my ability without having to use drugs like Adderall or Ritalin. And that's what I'm gonna be going through in this video today, how I have managed to squash procrastination or at least keep it at bay within my life so I can remain a top 1% performer. Now we need to understand that procrastination has a close relationship with dopamine. And so it makes sense that that is the place we begin. Now dopamine is a neurotransmitter in our brain which essentially acts as a reward center. When we fulfill certain tasks, we are rewarded with dopamine which feels like a hit of pleasure. Now there are four dopamine pathways in the brain. Think of these like roads. They transport dopamine from one side of the brain to the other. Two of these pathways affect motivation. The first one being the mesolimbic pathway that transports dopamine from the middle of our brains to our limbic system. Now your limbic system processes emotional memory. So when we experience something pleasurable, this part of the brain is activated by dopamine and we learn this activity equals pleasure. Now that pleasure can be something simple like eating good food or having good sex or just great social interaction or validation from somebody else. And this is what I mean by a dopamine reward. We eat chocolate, we realize chocolate feels good, and we desire to have more chocolate. Likewise, if we knock a task off our to-do list and it's successful, we realize that hard work produces success and we desire more of it. Now, the second pathway that affects motivation and procrastination is the mesocortial pathway. Now, with this pathway, we transport dopamine to our prefrontal cortex. This area of your brain is responsible for motivation and functions like working memory, general thinking, and decision-making. With ADHD, this pathway is impaired because we have less dopamine transport protein to carry dopamine across the pathway. It's like a supply chain issue in the brain. The truck can't carry the load. And so we're not getting the same signals to give us reinforcement for motivation, for thinking and making big decisions. And this ultimately results in less ability to stay motivated to actually get tasks done. So we're more likely to fuel ourselves with dopamine from the mesolimbic pathway relating to pleasure, like sitting on our phone for a couple of hours, scrolling through TikTok, looking at dog videos. And that is why we procrastinate. So we need to work harder to detox our dopamine. And even more important than that, just remove the distractions. So how do we do that? 
Well, the first thing I would recommend is not keeping your phone anywhere near you whilst you're working. In fact, have it in a different room. And for those of you that are thinking, well, I've got a business where I need my phone, get a separate phone and don't have any social media apps on it. Only have the apps that you need to get your tasks done. Our phones are like a dopamine machine. That's how they are built. That's why we are addicted to them and we are addicted to apps like TikTok where people have spent millions to understand the human brain and understand how to trick people to be addicted to the dopamine they're getting from their phone. So our phone is cancerous to procrastination. And the most efficient way to cure ourselves from that addiction is by removing our phones from our eyesight entirely. I hate it when I see people with desk setups where their mobile phone is mounted next to their computer. They don't even need to be on their phone, but the brain is sending signals to their limbic system. You're getting rushed with dopamine telling you to pick up that phone and start scrolling through your newsfeed because that is how they are built. Remove the phone from sight entirely. I actually have a safe in the corner of my room where I put my phone. So if I want to, it's a chore. There's a barrier to get my phone. I have to put in a code and take it out. Now that barrier is enough to stop me from checking my phone even when my brain is sending me signals and giving me dopamine to do so. So get rid of it. Now what we're mainly talking about here is social media and just by getting rid of our phones we're not getting rid of social media it's on our laptops and on our computer. Now if we're trying to run a business we cannot have it taunting us throughout the day and so I've actually found that using apps to eliminate social media is a really effective way to just get rid of that mode of procrastination. So I would recommend you using the app Focus, and this is on Max, and you can actually choose websites that you wanna ban yourselves from through certain periods of the day. And for those of you that actively need to use social media still, for your business, just get rid of the newsfeed because that is what is distracting you the most. It's everybody's status, all the images, it's all the videos, okay? So you can use an app like Newsfeed Eradicator, which is on Google Chrome, which simply eliminates the newsfeed from Facebook, from YouTube, and so on. So at the very least, get rid of those dopamine pits. Now, the next thing I like to do every single day, I do this every evening, but you could do it every morning if you want to, is make sure my whole desk area is clean. And there is method in this. Because if we're working on tasks throughout the day and we've got clutter all over our desk, we're gonna be sending signals, we're gonna be sending dopamine to our limbic system because we get pleasure from cleaning up. Now, even if we cannot be bothered to clean up our desk right now, we are still surging ourselves with dopamine. And so we're thinking about getting away from our current task, which isn't pleasurable for us. And so we might not even clean up in that instance and distract ourselves, but we're gonna trigger that thought and we're gonna procrastinate in some other way. Maybe we'll go call a friend and it will turn into an hour conversation, wasted, or we'll go into the kitchen and we'll eat something that we don't need to eat just to avoid the task we're working on. It's the triggers that we need to look out for. Even if we don't have the intention to clean when we're thinking about it, it triggers us to procrastinate in a different way. So once I've done that, I make sure that I can always see a filled in must do list. This is different to a to do list where people just put all these tasks that actually can wait that aren't actually priority tasks. A must do list is as it sounds. It's the tasks that you must do on that day. And I keep an iPad on my desk where you can, I can see that list at all times, or you could do it on a split screen monitor, or you could maybe just have it written down in front of you. You wanna make sure this is somewhere you can see at any point throughout the day so you can hold yourself accountable to those tasks. It's very easy when writing a to-do list in the morning to forget what those tasks are by the end of the day, and then all of a sudden they're carrying over and you haven't done them and you've got a backlog. Okay, so you need to make sure that this list is always visible in front of you. And you need to treat this like a game where every day your number one goal is to get rid of everything from that list. 
After a couple of weeks, this will become a habit and you'll become guilty when you still have things on that list before the end of the day. And the key is making sure it is visible on your desk at all times. That is what I have found has worked for me the best. So build must-do lists with the major tasks that you need to fulfill every day. You can create to-do lists with all the micro stuff if you want to, but a must-do is essential. Now, finally, once I've got my list, my desk is clear, my phone is out of sight, I need to get in the zone and I need to eliminate all external distractions. For me, I live relatively near to a road, so when I hear cars coming past, people talking outside, or I can hear my girlfriend around the house, it's a massive distraction, and again, I am sending signals to go and procrastinate in some way. So what I like to do, I haven't got them in front of me right now, is I put my AirPods in, okay? So any wireless earphones that have noise cancelling, and this is very important, they need active noise cancelling, AirPods Pro have this. When you put them in, it makes everything silent, makes me feel like I'm in a bubble, and it's just me, my must-do list, I'm just going to smash through it. Now, some people would like to work on that complete silence. I personally like to have some kind of mental stimulation. So sometimes I use Brain.fm, which is a scientifically backed audio website, which has a lot of different audio music tracks, which are proven to enhance cognitive ability and focus. So I use Brain.fm, and other times I'll just go on YouTube and I'll watch either Binarial Beats playlists or I'll watch various focus playlists with piano music, but the key is to make sure that there are no vocals. You don't want vocal music, it's going to distract you and your mind is going to be on the words instead of the task at hand. In fact, I'll put some links in the description of videos and playlists that have helped me, that I listen to when I am working. I'd recommend each and every one of you trying that out, but make sure they are active noise cancelling earphones. So guys, apply all of these things and you'll get twice the work done in half the time. I promise you that. And if you think I've missed anything, you've got any further ideas, things that work for you, drop them in the comments below and I'll see you all soon. Cheers.